Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what you got to do when your one-year-old's going right towards the fireplace and you can't stop the child. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. And I'm going to tell you in this episode what happened when my one-year-old was playing by the fireplace. Now, I'll let you know, probably brought you in because you're like, oh man, what happened? Fireplace, one-year-old, I have one of those. The fireplace was off. Uh, There was nothing being harmed, but I really don't want my one-year-old becoming familiar with. We have a gas fireplace, has a lot of small pebbles and rocks. As many of you know, early age child, they like to put everything in their mouth. I don't want little rocks that he could choke on going into his mouth, nor do I want the soot and things like that. Uh, him going near the fireplace. So the morning that this was happening, my immediate thought was, I got to tell him no, right? That's an, an immediate reaction that most of us parents have. And then we wonder why our children's first word is no, because that's probably the word they heard mostly. But in chapter 13 of my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, and, and, and I... I I love the title because it resonates with dads and that's who I think my audience is. But moms, know that the book and the lessons in it apply to you also. In chapter 13, I have a a chapter that says, never say no. And I go, I wrote the book on this, Ryan. How do I approach this even though my instinct tells me to say, no, don't go near the fireplace? So I have another chapter in the book that says, tell them what you want them to do, not what you don't want them to do. So I thought to myself, self, (laughs) what do you want them to do? Well, I want them to walk away from the fireplace, but I got to give them a specific destination. So he's 14 months old. He understands plenty. I looked at him and I was like, Jaden, come to daddy. And he looked at me, big smile on his face turned around it's six o'clock in the morning it's first thing in the morning he waddles his little butt over to me he jumps into my arms and i start to tickle him uh i believe that's chapter 17 in the book tickle time you gotta find your kids tickle spots you gotta make your kids laugh i think laughter makes the world go round and there's nothing there's not a better sound in the world than your own child laughing uncontrollably and hysterically right so listen to what I just said there because this is the lessons I took away from this whole message and that's why I wanted to share it my instinct is to say no but my training in my own book and in the things I've read say hey listen empower children by giving them choice empower children by allowing critical thinking skills. But if I don't have critical thinking skills myself, 
How am I supposed to teach my children critical thinking skills so I know better what is the best choice? And this all happened to me in a few moments. Like, I, I, I can't tell them no. I don't want to tell them no. I don't use the word no in my house very often. So what do I do? Tell them what I want them to do. He comes to me. We have an, an amazing moment where he comes over, he tickles, he laughs, we're on the couch, and then he rolls off the couch and he walks away. Where do you think he goes? Goes right back over to the fireplace. But I don't want an altercation. I don't want this to be elevated. So I look at him and I say, Jaden, come to daddy. And he gets a big smile on his face. He turns around and he waddles over to me. And we have this experience a second time. Sorry for the sun in the eyes. Can't do much about the sun and the positioning uh, when, when I got in the car. Um, and I thought to myself, man, what a fun interaction I'm having with my son right now. He's listening, right? We're laughing. He's doing what I'm asking him to do. He's being diverted from where I want him to be. And we go through that interaction again. So I let him down, he rolls off, and he waddles right back to where do you think? Yeah, you guessed it. Right back over to the fireplace. And I said, Jaden, come to daddy. And he turned around and now he's laughing on his way over to me. He's playing, making a game out of it. He gets to me, we tickle, we laugh, we embrace, we're hugging, we're having a grand old time. At that point, I said, hey, we gotta get ready. So uh, I, I bring him and we bring him upstairs, we change the diaper, we get him ready uh, to go about his day. And um, what could have been a frustrating scenario turned into a fun connection time with my son by using the tools that are in my toolbox. Now, when I became a dad, did somebody insert a chip into me and say, hey, download all the information you need to be a father? No, I researched, I read, I compiled, I experimented. I, I did all of these things and the ones who worked for me, worked for me. The ones who didn't, didn't, but I could tell you. So when I wrote the book, I was thinking to myself, what, what, are the, what are the top things that I've done? And I made a quick list of 34, and, and I was like, I like round numbers. So I called my wife and I said, babe, what, what is it that we've done that uh, has made our amazing, what I think to be an amazing son, what, what are the things that we've done to impact you? She's like, we haven't done anything. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, well, well let me... I kind of made a quick list here of things that I believe that we've done. And I started going through and I went through like four or five and she's like, wow, we have done all that, haven't we? I said, yes, and we've, I've done it consciously. And I've shared it with you consciously and you've implemented it. But what are some things that you think we've done? Can you, can you list off a few things? And, and when you purchase the book or when you get your free copy of the book, which will be at the end of this video, I encourage you to think about it. I'm sending you a free copy of the top 40 things that have impacted my children in a positive way. Um, and I know all of us are a little biased, but I can't tell you how many times I go somewhere and somebody says to me, man, why are your kids so well behaved? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I do what I do. Uh, but at this point, so many people had asked me that I decided to write the book and put top 40 lessons 
simple lessons, so simple that when you read them, you're going to be like, uh, I, I can do that. It's not whether or not you can do it because that's it's so simple. Everyone can do it is whether or not you will do it. Will you critically think and understand, hey, where, where, how many times a day do I say no and how do I limit the number of times? My kids don't say no to me because they don't know what no is because we don't implement it. Um, are you going to take that extra step? Are you going to find out a way to talk to them in a way? Are you going to look them in the eyes when you talk to them so that you give respect in order to gain respect? And you say, hey, I'm the parent. I shouldn't have to do that respect is automatic it's not it's earned it's earned from them to you and from you to them and i talk about all of these simple strategies that can allow you to connect with your children allow you to earn respect from your children and allow you to love on your children probably not the same way your parents did but through my research my conversations with people most people have broken relationships with their parents and if we don't find a different way if we don't find our way we're going to default to exactly what it is that we were taught which is our experience the only thing we truly know is our experience and your experience and my experience was that of the upbringing of our parents unless you consciously choose to do something else if you want to be the dad that you wished you had not the dad who whatever your father did that you didn't like i encourage you to go pick up the book i'm gifting it to you all you got to do is take care of the shipping and handling and we'll get it out to you right away and you can start having interactions positive interactions just like that fireplace interaction i had with my little one just a couple days ago as opposed to a heated argument a butting of heads and really getting nowhere actually losing respect from your little one from a young age i'll talk to you in the next episode do you want to be the dad you wish you had if so go get my free book be the dad you wish you had at be the dad you wish you had.com inside you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.